I cannot believe it is 2021 and we are still having to talk about juice cleanses, detoxes, and why they are not a good idea. You're listening to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, where we firmly believe food should fuel your life, not restrict it. Each week, one of our registered dietitian nutritionists will motivate and educate you with accurate and reliable nutrition information to help you achieve your health goals using food. Whether you struggle with yo-yo dieting, weight loss, portion control, or simply just understanding the right eating patterns to get real, lasting results, you're in the right place. I'm Dietitian Kate, nutrition expert, ex-cardio bunny turned barbell junkie, and your host for today's episode. Are you ready to dive in? Greetings, my fellow health nuts and nutrition nerds. How you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. I am so happy you're here today because we're getting into something that just grinds my dietitian gears. I'll tell you what, if there are any dietitians listening, you're going to be like, praise the Lord, hallelujah. You're going to get annoyed just listening to this because we're calling out a lot of misconceptions about juice cleansing. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. In today's episode, we are discussing what a detox is, the different types, but really more specifically, we're going to dive into the world of juice cleansing and the popular ones to look out for in 2021. We're gonna talk about what juice cleanses claim to do for those who partake. I'm gonna go through five misconceptions about the benefits these juice cleanses claim, and then I'm gonna give you some alternatives to jumpstarting a healthy year. If you decide after listening to this podcast that a cleanse is not for you, which, My fingers are crossed that I hope that's the case. Uh, The reason we're talking about this today is because New Year's Eve is right around the corner, which means people are going to be feeling extra motivated and super duper inspired to get healthy. And I'm here for that. I am all about that. I am not one of those people that hate on New Year's resoluters. I think it's a wonderful opportunity to explore your goals, review your systems, your processes, your ways of thinking, your mindset around your biggest, boldest aspirations. But unfortunately, social media and product marketers really do a great phenomenal job of leading us to believe the best and most efficient way to jumpstart or kickstart these health goals that we all aspire to have is with a quick fix, like a detox, a cleanse, or a reset. And usually these come with a hefty price tag. But I get it, right? Because these can be really tempting if you are feeling a little bit bleh after a season of overeating, partying, and or laying around like a bum. And while I hate to be the bearer of evidence-based bad news, a juice cleanse simply isn't going to make you feel refreshed anew, as one of Megan's clients told us on Instagram. In fact, it may just do the opposite. Shall we kick off this episode by talking about what the heck a detox even is? (laughs) Well, first, let me kind of explain how detoxes show up. There's four really popular detoxes, or maybe well-known, one that I think is more popular than the other, which is the juice cleanse or a cleanse where a liquid is going to replace food. 
that could be a smoothie, or you might even see those skinny teas or tea taxes that show up on Instagram and social media. These are what I see to be the most trendy, at least right now in December of 2020. Although I will say the tea taxes, I think they've kind of uh, calmed down on social media with those because everyone's like, these are stupid, which uh, I agree, they are stupid. Another way you might see a detox is a starvation method. Oftentimes these are really, really low calorie diets, uh, typically a supplement that you would buy, some kind of powdered soup or smoothie powder crap. And they are typically also paired with an intermittent fasting protocol that requires you not to eat for a long time. So basically you're just not eating for longer. And when you do eat, it's hardly anything at all. There is also a detox that shows up as some kind of pill or powder or serum that claims to support your body's natural detoxification process. I've seen liver cleanse systems. There's one called Clean 7. These all say that they support your body's natural detoxification process, your liver. And the other thing that I see that people have used for detox, which I think is probably the most dangerous or concerning would be those that cleanse your digestive tract via the colon, aka they remind me of laxatives. They just make you shit a lot. So <laughs> those are the four kind of detoxes that I see commonly, but the juice cleanse is the one that we're really going to hone in on today. All of these cleanses claim they rid the body of toxins and give your digestive system a much needed break. They're typically marketed to people who are trying to lose weight, tone up, feel healthier. Maybe they are wanting to feel more energized, refreshed, or de-bloat, which I'm going to talk about bloat later in this podcast, but they use a lot of really fluffy, invigorating language to get buy-in. The length of these cleanses or detox is going to depend on the system that you opt in on. I've seen them last anywhere between 1 and 21 days, though there are those hardcore mamajamas that just go longer than 21 days of cleansing, which you couldn't even get me to go 21 hours of juice cleansing. So hats off to those hardcore people. But oftentimes the cleanses are going to be under some kind of well-known brand and they use a lot of really popular buzzwords, I should say. For instance, some of the popular juice cleanses to look out for in this upcoming year are going to be any kind of celery juice cleanse. Uh, Raw Generation has a ton of different cleanses and they have a daily greens celery juice cleanse. They have a seven day cleanse. They have a protein cleanse. There is a brand called Ethan's Immune Boost Original 12 pack that claims to boost your immunity. And then I've seen Project Juice, where you can build your own cleanse. So they're really appealing to that personalization need among the public. And then I've seen the Suja brand. They have a few cleanses. Uh, they are marketed as a fresh start, which, wow, doesn't that just sound so nice? Well, maybe it sounded nice until you listen to this podcast episode. Then you're going to see that a three-day cleanse probably ain't so nice, okay? Or fresh. Typically, the reasons people decide to start a cleanse are the following. One, to kickstart a weight loss or health program. It's almost like they think that they are just washing the palate clean by 
not eating for one to seven days and just drinking fruit juice. People often see a cleanse as a, quote, reset after a period of overeating or consuming really low-quality nutrition, i.e. lots of sugar, alcohol, saturated fat, junk food, whatever. I hear a lot of people say that these cleanses will flush harmful toxins out of the body. There is a belief that these cleanses will make them feel healthier, younger, and or more energized. There is also a belief that juicing may boost immunity, and I can guarantee you after the COVID pandemic, immunity is going to be all over the boxes of tons of different products, so please be wary of the immune-boosting supplements or powders you opt in on because marketers know that's what people are concerned about right now. And then I've also heard people want to take the thought out of eating and they feel like a juice cleanse will just make things every so simple, (laughs) ever so simple. However, there is zero, and I mean zero, evidence that detoxes, cleanses, or resets can actually improve your health. And because some of them are oh so restrictive, they may actually be doing more harm than good. I can't think of one good thing a juice cleanse does, but I'm gonna share with you some potentially harmful things that they can do. Without further ado, let's review five misconceptions about juice cleanses. Number one, the biggie, weight loss, or a jumpstart to a weight loss program. Guys, when you eliminate food from your diet, and follow a juice program, you will probably, likely, for sure, if you stick to it right, see weight loss on the scale. But if I've said it once, I've said it a million times, that weight loss is not body fat. Let me say it louder for the people in the back. That is not body fat. No, it's a short-term weight fluctuation that is due to a few things. Let me elaborate. One, the body is using stored energy, for my science people, glycogen, and in the process, it's releasing water because glycogen, aka stored energy, attracts water weight. So if your body has no energy coming in or not enough, it pulls from stored energy stores that are in your muscle and therefore water's released. That's reflected on the scale. Number two, if you're not eating food, there is no food in your digestive system. That mass is typically going to show up when you step up on the scale. So when you're eating normally, there is still digested or undigested food within your tract. After a few days of not eating, that weight's not going to be there. And guess what? As soon as you start eating food again after the three, seven, or if you're a nut job, 21 days, that weight is going to come back on as water. In fact, you probably, or you may, regain more weight post-cleanse, meaning you might start at a, or you might stop at a higher number than when you started. And if I explain this, I've explained this in many podcasts, guys, the body responds to periods of restriction by increasing the signal within you to eat. This manifests as an increase in hunger hormones or more thoughts about food. 
And depending on the extent of your cleanse, your diet and weight loss or gain history, your genetics, whatever, all of those internal things that you can't exactly measure, this could also result in a slowing of your metabolism to preserve what little calories or energy you've been putting in your body. This is why people oftentimes experience a binge or overeating episode following a cleanse or restrictive detox. In their minds, this binge is reversing any quote-unquote progress or weight loss that they achieved during cleanse, but in essence, this is actually your body doing its job, its biological duty, may I say, of keeping you alive. Thank you, body. Thank you, body, for making me overeat after I have deprived you of nutrients. All in all, I hope this proves the point that juice cleansing for weight loss is not an effective nor long-term strategy for body fat loss. Misconception numero dos. Juice cleanses are health boosting. Oh, guys, all I can say is no. <laughs> I mean, what the heck is healthy and immune boosting about stripping your diet of enough nutrition from a variety of healthy food sources? Yeah, you'll be getting vitamins and minerals from your juice, but you could be getting the same things from eating whole fruit and vegetable alongside other nutrient-rich foods like nuts, seeds, beans, legumes, starchy vegetables like potatoes and squash, grass-fed meat, wild-caught fish, pasture-raised eggs, and so on. I'm going to get hungry if I keep going. You get my point? When you juice, you are only getting the vitamins and minerals found in fruits and vegetables. But you're also stripping the natural fiber that's found in fruits and vegetables. Guys, fiber helps boost your gut health by promoting the growth of good, healthy bacteria. The population of these healthy bugs in your gut is crucial to cultivating a healthy gut microbiome, which in turn promotes health benefits to the host, you, specifically by regulating immune homeostasis. If you want to boost your immune system and your health, eat a wide variety of fibrous foods with your juicing, or don't even juice at all, just eat the whole fruit and vegetable. <laughs> the third misconception, a juice cleanse improves digestion, specifically by de-bloating you. Bloating has become such a buzzword. I mean, I have people making appointments saying they want to lose weight and be less bloated. But when I do a little bit of digging and I ask them about the bloating, it's pretty apparent that sometimes people are using it in the wrong context. Just to clarify, when you eat throughout the day, you're naturally gonna cause your stomach to expand. This is just what happens, it's not bloating. Bloating is when you get uncomfortable because there is gas in your stomach or there is some kind of discomfort within your GI tract that's causing you pain. Or if you're eating just a little bit and feeling overly stuffed, that is bloating. Here's the thing about juicing. It's not going to de-bloat you. It's not going to take care of those things. In fact, it could actually make you feel more bloated. Here's why. If you're drinking a smoothie or a juice with a straw, or you're chugging it in gulps or, you know, drinking large amounts at once, 
that can actually cause bloating because you're taking in more air. Ever notice if you drink something through the straw, you might burp or fart a little bit more because I know I do. Also, when you chew your food, you're physically masticating is the word for chewing, you give your body more time to secrete really helpful digestive enzymes that break down the fibers in fruits and vegetables that are typically found in those juice cleanses, even if there's less than a whole food. So you're actually going to feel less bloated if you are taking your time and eating food slowly versus if you are drinking nutrition. There's also studies that show physically chewing the same amount of calories in a solid form as a liquid equals more mental and physical satiety. This is probably because if you are chewing food, it clearly is sending a message to your brain that you are eating and therefore allows more time for your body to regulate hunger hormones. And you might eat or consume less calories overall because you feel mentally and physically satisfied. It's easy on a juice cleanse to drink all of your six juices in a day and give up at the end of the day and overeat a bunch of food because you are starving. The fourth misconception is that a juice cleanse is going to improve your energy. Ah, people love this one. Guys, juice cleanses deliver on their claim of weight loss because it tightly regulates your calories and therefore you're not eating enough food like we talked about in Misconception 1. So imagine if you're drinking six juices that all have somewhere between 80 and 120 calories, that's only 480 to 720 calories per day, Uh, which hopefully is way way, way less than you are used to. Now, what does that have to do with energy? Calorie restriction is equivalent to energy restriction. Remember, a calorie is energy. Hence, how could a dangerously low energy diet make you feel more energized? The spoiler, it won't. You can try to trick yourself into thinking you feel great after three days of starving and eating essentially less less than half of what a toddler needs, but I'm not buying what you're selling, okay? There is no way you feel that freaking good. Because smoothies and juices are essentially pre-digested food, the natural sugars you're consuming are also going to be absorbed a lot faster than if you were to eat a whole apple, per se. Now, this is okay if you need really quick energy for a workout or if you're trying to recover quickly from a high-intensity workout. That's when a smoothie is really beneficial. But as a meal replacement, geez Louise, you're A, going to get hungry faster, and B, you're going to experience a roller coaster of high-energy spikes after drinking that shake, followed by dramatic drops in energy, leaving you hangry, tired, cranky, and Blech. Okay, that's the only word I have for it. Blech. This is because carbohydrates are digested and utilized for energy very, very quickly, which causes a crash and burn. However, eating whole fruit and whole veggies with their delectable fiber alongside a source of protein and fat keep your blood sugars nice and steady. The fifth and final misconception of a juice cleanse that we're going to talk about today is that you are flushing toxins out of your body. Mm, Doesn't that just sound so nice and refreshing? The power of language. 
But guys, I'll tell you this. The only flushing you're going to be doing after a juice cleanse is with the toilet. I'm not kidding. You're drinking liquid produce. What do you think is going to happen? That's the toxic flush that you're going to experience. If you want to effectively detox your body, I have fabulous news for you guys. Your body actually has full free, a built-in detoxifier. Yes, your body has a liver. This lovely organ's main function is to process these toxins and convert them into non-harmful compounds that the body can either utilize or substrates that it can get rid of, either from your urine, bowel movements, or sweat in a healthy way. In other words, your liver does all of the bitch work when it comes to cleansing your body of the toxins in our environment. You don't have to spend $100 on a detoxing system. You got it for free when you were born. The body sure comes with a lot of nifty perks, huh? Now, here's the thing. If you actually want to support this built-in detoxifier that you are so blessed with, just don't overwhelm it with unnecessary toxins, aka don't drink excessive amounts of alcohol. Don't consume a lot of processed sugars or high fructose corn syrup. Be careful with your medications and be wary of herbal supplements. And please, for the love of God, don't be ingesting large amounts of chemicals or solvents. That is not going to help support your natural detoxifier. Essentially, juice cleansing is going to leave you hungry. It's going to make you feel sad. You miss out on the fun of life when everybody else, including your dog, is eating solid food, but you're just sucking down some turmeric ginger bullshit that tastes horrible. And you're going to waste a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy. And I don't know about you, but I don't have any of those things to squander. In a nutshell, detoxes are unnecessary. Holistic health comes from happiness, from confidence, and understanding what your body needs to support you. That way, you can live a full and blissful life and meet your ultimate health aspirations. I'm serious about that. And I'm going to end this podcast by sharing some practical alternatives to detoxing, cleansing, and juicing. I ask that if you know somebody who has been chattering about starting a juice cleanse or sending you posts on Instagram about different detox systems, share this episode with them. Don't let them waste their time, their energy. Don't let them put their health in jeopardy. You can even do it passively. You can screenshot this and share it on your Instagram stories and just be like, hey, did you see that podcast I shared in my Instagram story? You should listen to it. That way you don't have to directly confront them. But if you're like me, confront them because it's it's tough love. I think tough love is the most genuine best form of showing someone you care. And hopefully they will listen to the podcast to the end so they can hear these beautiful alternatives to starvation. The first alternative is eat a diet rich in a variety of whole fruits and veggies. But also include other sources of fibrous carbohydrates alongside of them. This could include starchy vegetables like sweet potatoes and squash, healthy grains like quinoa, couscous, sprouted bread, wild rice, brown rice, and even some other things you might not typically think are carbohydrates like nuts and seeds and nut butters. Those also have fiber. Make sure you're staying hydrated. 
Make sure you're limiting your intake of alcohol, especially really sugary cocktails. One of my best pieces of advice would probably be to audit your diet as a whole. And if you need help with this, you can work with a dietitian. What we would do is we would go through what you normally eat in a day or a week. And we would start replacing those foods that trigger you to want to detox or diet, such as sugar, snack foods, and refined carbohydrates. And we would replace them with more wholesome options that you actually enjoy and make you feel fueled and actually give you that energy and that weight loss that you're looking for. Make sure you're also making a lot of time for rest and recovery when you are sleeping and you're relaxing and you're in a parasympathetic nervous system state, then your liver can really optimize its potential and do its detoxification process effectively. And consider moving your body. Sweating always makes me feel rejuvenated and it mentally cleanses me. I even physically feel like I'm detoxing and I actually get a reward out of it instead of just feeling like crap. So I encourage you to do something that makes you sweat. Even if it's sitting in a sauna, I think that's still a better option than a cleanse. Just make sure you rehydrate afterward. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you learned something, if you are feeling inspired and motivated, please again, share this. This is how our podcast grows. Uh, We are just a little bit of housekeeping info insight for the OGs that made it to the end of the episode. We're going to be doing a little bit of a name switcheroo here in the future. We are in the next few episodes, probably not going to be the Nutrition Awareness Podcast anymore. We're going to drop that new name for you guys soon. But in the meantime, please let us know that you're listening by taking a screenshot of this or any episode you listen to and tagging us on Instagram at nutrition.awareness. We love to see what you guys think of the podcast, what you guys got from the episodes and what you want to see more of. That really motivates and inspires us to continue to put out the best evidence-based nutrition information out there as possible. Again, guys, thanks for tuning in. Your support means the world to us. Be sure to subscribe and we will see you on the next episode.